Hey guys, Eva Thompson here. Welcome to my channel today. In this video, I want to talk to you about asking for reassurance and why you shouldn't do it. Now, I'm not going to be talking about not asking your partner for reassurance because I'm sure if you've done some research on RJ, you know already that essentially asking questions about the past is giving into a compulsion. So, what I'm going to touch on today is asking friends, family and strangers on the internet for reassurance, okay? So Reddit groups, Facebook groups, etc. Now starting off with asking for friends and family's advice when you're struggling from RJ. You know, maybe you're in pain, maybe you don't know what to do, maybe you feel one way but then you're thinking another way and you, you have this back and forth going on in your head and of course you're going to go to the people close to you. You're going to go to your parents, you're going to go to your siblings, you're going to go to your close friends and you're going to ask them what they think, okay? Now up until now this seems harmless, you know what's wrong with that? Nothing, but what can happen or what tends to happen usually are two things. You either get told that the past is the past, you shouldn't worry about it, it's fine, it's not that big a deal, it doesn't matter, move on, okay? Say this happens to you, and this is what your parents say to you or your friend. What does that mean? What does that do to the RJ sufferer? Does it make it go away? No. Is it going to lessen the RJ? No. Is it going to make you feel like there's something even more wrong with you because even the people closest to you are telling you not to worry about it, and yet you can't stop worrying about it? Probably. Okay? So that's the one case scenario. Second case scenario is your friends and family actually tell you, no, leave them, it's unacceptable, it's not a good past, you can't trust them. If this happens, it's likely you're not going to just be able to break up with your partner because art is a lot more complicated than that. You know, you have the feelings of anxiety, sadness or anger that come up when you feel triggered. But you also, if it's a healthy relationship, which most of the time it is, because the more you feel for someone, the more in love you are, the stronger Ajay can get. So you're logically thinking that you want to be with this person. You see them for who they are. You know them better than your family and your friends. And a part of you wants to stay with them very much. So even if you were to get advice such as no, leave, it's terrible, it's unacceptable, it's likely you won't be able to just easily do that and walk away just because your family or friends say so. So in regards to asking friends and family, that is what I've come across. Those are the two case scenarios that I witness fairly often and that's how it tends to go. Of course you can talk to people about how you feel, but I'm just, I'm just touching on the whole asking for advice topic because when you ask for advice, you give a lot of your power away, which I'll get to in a minute. But I also want to mention asking strangers online for reassurance. Now, again, if you're an RJ sufferer, you recently found out the term RJ and what it means, and you feel comforted by the fact that you're not alone and other people also are going through this, of course you're going to want to explore groups and talk to people that have this and you know there's that phase in the beginning that people go through where 
they just they relate to a lot of people that have it and they get in touch with them either via reddit or facebook groups or whatever and they talk about what they're going through which is fine however what tends to happen is either you're going about your day and you're just scrolling through your feed and someone's triggered that has RJ and they've written a long post and you read it and you also get triggered or what what also tends to happen is you might write a long post on this group asking for reassurance or asking for people's opinions and this is a very 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 slippery slope because these people you need to remember have the same issue as you and so you're going to get triggered people giving you triggered responses about your relationship So in both cases, whether you ask for advice from family and friends or from groups online, it's likely that you're going to end up more stressed and confused than before. The main point I want to get across in this video is that no one knows your partner and your relationship more than you do. And because we get anxious and we panic and we don't know what to do and we've got this anxiety but we also want to be with them but we also judge them but we also love them and there's this like back and forth emotion versus logic going on. Of course you panic, of course you want to talk about it, of course you want to ask people about it, and that's fine. But when you start asking for advice at at this degree, you're giving your power away. Because again, no one knows your partner, your relationship, and yourself more than you do. And the advice that you are going to get, you can ask a thousand people about what they think about your partner's past. And you will likely get a thousand different answers because it depends guys it depends on where you're from because i work with people from all over the world and i can see how in certain countries or people from certain religions or whatever they view a big past as something that someone else would view as a small past so we need to understand and we need to be open-minded here that there's no right or wrong or good or bad it's more Just like you're entitled to your opinion about a good past and a bad past, someone else is also entitled to their opinion on that. And that's where I want to get to, is that it's just opinions. It's opinions based on where you're from, how you grew up, what you were taught, the country you were brought up in, if you're religious or not, etc. It really, really depends. So... Ultimately, what you're doing is you're bringing your situation to a person that is going to project their own beliefs, insecurities, fears, or whatever it is they've been through onto the situation, and it's going to look like they're giving you advice when actually, especially if they're an RJ sufferer and they're triggered, they're just projecting their own fears and insecurities onto you. I've had people tell me that I asked a friend and they said I would never go out with a girl that had so many partners in the past. And I've also talked to someone that said, oh, my friends are reassured me that it's fine. And it didn't make a difference either way. It just makes you feel more stressed and more anxious. So remember, be aware, if you do ask for advice and if you do want to talk about it, that's fine. But be aware that opinions vary worldwide. Everything that people will tell you about your partner's past, that they criticize it or talk about it, is a projection of how they grew up, what they were taught, their experiences, if they've been hurt before or not, what they think is right and wrong, what they were exposed to growing up, their religion, their background, the country they were brought up in. All of that's gonna be projected on whether or not your partner's past is wrong or right. What I would advise you to do 
is instead of asking all these people for advice, start trusting yourself and start understanding and knowing that no one, no one, no one knows you, your partner and the relationship more than you do. And now this doesn't mean that you're not going to feel confused, of course, but it does mean that once you start to take control, you can begin to look at, do I need to get help? Do I need to leave this person? Do, do our values and beliefs today not match? And again, like I always say, remember, values and beliefs that you guys have today. Don't compare who you are today with who, who they were a year ago or however many years ago. Okay? So, start asking yourself, do our values and beliefs match today? Um, do I need to get help? Are there things that I'm projecting onto this relationship that are bringing up RJ and are bringing up these feelings within me? What do I need to do in order to make a choice and not stay in this limbo where I want to be with them but I also hate them sometimes or I want to be them I want to be with them but I'm also really jealous. What do I need to do to get out of this? I need to make a choice, either stay or leave. Okay? What what are the pros and cons of each? And what do I need to do to take control of my situation? Actually make a decision and make a choice. More than anything it's about trusting yourself, trusting your judgment and understanding that there is no 100% guarantee of what the right choice is, but you still need to make a choice either way because this in-between is causing you to suffer. There's a book, it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I'm not sure who it's by, but I'll, I'll link it down in the description below. And this book just talks about how there's no right or wrong choice in life. There's just different there's just different choices. That's the point of my video today is trust yourself, trust your judgment. If you feel confused, look within, make a choice. Making mistakes is okay, taking risks is necessary. I mean, anyone that's in a relationship or anyone that's broken up is taking a risk of what they want for the future and they don't there's no guarantee that it's going to work out either way. That's what I would advise. Be aware of who you ask for advice and take it with a pinch of salt. It's okay to ask for opinions because you're curious about what people think, but at the end of the day, trust yourself, trust your judgment, and know that you will be okay no matter what. Really, really find that, that strength within you because it really helps overcome this. So I hope this video helped you. Let me know if you've got any questions down in the comment section below, and I will see you next time. Take care.